Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbe Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
precious stones and walk on streets of gold. We will see the glory of the Lord. Oh yeah, we shall see God's people like Paul and Paul's too. And we will sing His praise today we give you praise we give you glory for this wonderful opportunity to be here we thank you for beautiful fellowship your beautiful presence in our midst in the name of Jesus Amen 
Wonderful. Put your hands together for Jesus and take your seats. Well, you are welcome to church once again today. And it's going to be a beautiful time. Hallelujah. Before I preach this morning, this, this morning I was having a chat with somebody. And be, just before I came to church, and I, as I was talking to the person, when we're about to finish, he said, uh-huh, uh-huh. let me share a testimony with you. You see, when he shared the testimony, I realized that it's, a, it's something I should talk about and preach before I preach or part of the preaching. Do you get it? So I was talking to this person, and you know, this person came to our church and he saw that we've air conditioned our church. So he asked me how we did it. And I said, Oh, faith. Faith. So I told the person, You people, pastors, we talk about faith, but we don't use faith. We're only thinking about, we always think, How would it be done? How would it be done? So I, I spoke to him about some time ago. Then this pastor decided to use the faith. He decided to use the faith to also do something great. Let's assume if it's air condition. I said do something great, but assume it's air condition. He decided to do that thing. And assuming his room is bigger than my room, maybe thrice or so, then he will need thrice the number of air conditions and then probably twice the capacity of generator that we have. So assuming that was it, then the person took the faith I taught him <laughs> to go to his church and said, I spoke to Bishop Sam, and this is what he told me, so I've been challenged to have faith. So we are going to do this. So the people rose up. They said, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. So they, they did, and so they got up, they did this, and he was telling me some went to sell their cars, some went to sell their lands, and some did so many things. And then, so as I, I was talking to him this morning, assuming it's what I'm talking about this morning, then he said, oh, they have, so I said, have you started using it? He said, oh, we haven't started using it, but we should start, we'll start using it soon because we have ordered for the generators. And I said, eh. And he said that, and he mentioned the amount. He said, we have paid everything. Everything about the generators. First of all, me that I taught him faith, we will raise the funds for how many months? Six months. <laughs> we are paying for six months. Me that I taught him faith, we pay for six months. Then, you know what he said again? They said, but even listen to this testimony. They started telling me. They said, one, two, it was about two people. They said, one lady, she said she gave, you know, I'm saying this because I realized that this is what I've been talking about, about how to convert the word by faith to become a reality. And also, what happens if you do things but you don't have faith? You do it, but you don't have faith. You just do it, but you don't have faith. There are two things. There are two uh, two things all together. So he told me this particular and um, and this particular. He said the first one, that she pledged thousand dollars. She pledged how much? Thousand dollars. And when she was pledged, she didn't even have the money. 
So she went to tell her brother that I have pledged, but I don't have the money. But brother, you are no, you can, you don't come to church, you can't do this. So you try and you to contribute to the church. So the brother gave her the money. She was there and somebody called her. In fact, this particular part, I've forgotten what happened, but I think somebody called her and gave, a, gave her an envelope. Either somebody called her or but get, got an envelope. When she opened the envelope, do you know how much was in it? $10,000. This morning, before I came to church, I was talking to the person. $10,000. Cool one. Do you get it? And he said, I've told you, you are fond of clapping for people's testimonies. But your own, your own. You can't, because some of you even pledged, you didn't pay. You even pledged, but you didn't pay. Do you get it? You didn't, you probably didn't pay. Then the second, and I, I'm the one who has encouraged him to pay too. Then the second one there, he said, he was, she was there. This one to give. And she was there. And somebody called him, her. I think he went to either a relative or something. Somebody called her. And when he, she went, I don't know why the she's were the ones who were getting those miracles. When she went, the person gave her a big kind of container, something containing something. So, so take. So she asked, what is this? So you take. Then she asked, why are you giving this to me? No. Uh-huh. This brother is a person who went to the brother to give the thousand. The first one, she gave and somebody gave that money. So this one is the one who went to the brother to give, give the thousand. So after the brother gave the thousand for the church, then she, he called her. So she, he went, what is this? So you take. So, so she asked him, why are you giving this to me? He said, don't worry, you take it. So she, she, she noted it was money. So she went straight to the bank. So when she went to the bank, then she decided to count how much she has to put into her account. When she finished counting, it was 90,000 CDs. 90,000 CDs. When he finished telling me, I said, ah, but I am the one who taught you that faith. And I'm the one who taught my members today. But none of my members has come to tell me this testimony. Are you getting what I'm saying? So my professor, how come you have not had that testimony? So I was jealous. First, I was jealous that you people have not had that testimony. And then I asked myself, could it be that when you were giving, it's like, so for me, I thought that the message I preached was a prophetic word to you. You see, because I feel that some of you, you don't believe. That's what I feel. I feel you do things with not, you see, because as he was telling me, because yeah, nobody sold her car, nobody sold her land, we bought it, we did everything by the grace, but nobody did that. Nobody did that. And I'm telling you, it was more than four times anything we did. Do you get it? More than four times. So then it comes again to me that I feel that I was led to preach that message. And I want to tell you that, you see, faith works. I didn't preach because it was a Sunday, so I have to preach. I preach because I want to see a change in your life. Faith works. Faith works. And, and, and therefore, have faith. 
And when you are giving, give by faith. David said, I will not give anything to God. That will cost me nothing. That will cost me nothing. Give by, when you give by faith and you are sitting in condition, are you not happy? Are you not happy? Yeah. Do you get it? So, so even natural things, common sense just tells you that it is something you should do. Natural things, common sense. And the next thing you do is that now you add faith. It is, it is impossible to please God without faith. So what you are doing, you do it by faith that I'm doing it, I've been told, but also based on the word of God, expecting a harvest. I get what I'm saying. Oh, I get what I'm saying. Expecting a harvest. So honestly, I want to tell you that if you want to be blessed, if you want to be blessed, listen to this seed time and harvest. Do it. You are also qualified for such testimonies. Yes. Look at the drama they just did. It's real. It's real. I mean, we've given some about somebody who was in church, did an exam as a shepherd. So when we, it's real. You, I, I know somebody like that who traveled outside, met a white person who says, I know you. He says, you don't know me. He says, I know you. He says, you don't know me. Then he mentioned, is your name not this? He said, hey. Then he said, come, tomorrow see me here. He took this person. That's all the things in his life that he had been hoping for, for the person. And never saw the person again. Never saw the person. All because of soul winning. I've seen all this before. See? So don't let, when you say win souls, bring people to church. Friends, next, very soon, we are going to do a friend Sunday. That means that, you see, some people come to church, they've changed their phone numbers, they've done that, new people have come, so we are doing registration. So we are re- doing everything. When we finish, we'll do register. How many of you have been received a call from a pastor or anybody? Give me a wave. You received a call. We'll be afraid. We'll be afraid. You've been receiving a call. Get, please give me a wave. Okay. How many have not received any call? Hey, almost the same number. How many have received a call? How many have not received a call? Good. Almost the same. Now, if you have not received a call, it's only two things. Maybe when they called, they didn't get you. Or your number. Or it's three things. Maybe they called, they didn't get you. Or you have not registered as a member. Or thirdly, you, have, you probably have changed your number, but you have not informed us. You have changed your number that you used to use, and you have not informed us. So we have a wrong number. So if no one has called you up to today, if someone should remind me, we have to do something about it because you should have received a call by now. But what I said, after that, then we, we will reshare our friends. So we we'll go back to the friends, reshare, but we we'll get a friend, everything. Amen. Good. Now today, what are we talking about? Because it's Valentine. Because it's Valentine, it talks about marriage, it talks about love, it talks about everything. I, and also during the program, maybe some of you have issues, you can write questions. You can write questions so that when you go to the program, um, whoever the facilitators will talk about it. It's going to be brief. It's going to be very brief. And then you are gone. Amen. I have some questions here that I, some people have sent some questions, just sample questions to you to let you know that the program will be nice so that you go. For instance, somebody is asking, what advice are you getting concerning sex? 
what advice are we are you getting concerning sex? I think the person means to ask that who is advising you about sex. Do you get it? That's what somebody is saying. Is sex normal before you are married? Who can answer? Is sex normal before you can married? You can you can is sex normal before you are married? Who can answer? My body should be able to answer. Who can answer? Ah! Who can answer? Why, why can't you answer? You are not sure. How many are not sure? Raise your hand, let me see. <laughs> How many are sure that you shouldn't do it? And some are, some are abstaining. Okay, don't worry. Don't worry. He says, what happens, what happens if you don't, you see, people have asked, sent questions already, so those are something that I'm reading. What happens if you don't talk about sex? Is that not what I said? It's not, it's not the same thing. What happens if you don't talk about sex? If who doesn't talk about sex? If the couple don't talk about sex? I think I, if we don't talk about sex, okay, maybe that's what the person meant. We have to, people have to write, write your questions well so we can understand. What is wrong about finding out about sex for myself? Hey. <laughs> Whatever, sex, 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 sex. <laughs> what is wrong about finding out about sex for myself? I can't find anyone I trust to talk about my sexual feelings. What should I do? Is it, is it the same person asking the same question? I can't find anyone I trust to talk about sexual feelings. What should I do? Hmm. I think it's a serious question. <laughs> it says, this whole noise about sex is it important and worth discussing? I think the same person asking the question. So this whole... Are you hearing me? This whole noise about sex is important and worth discussing. Seven. If all my friends are having sex, what is wrong with me trying? Hey. I think I have to jump the question to another place. But these are questions that will be addressed. I think this one is for singles. How can I avoid getting tempted? How can I avoid getting tempted? Sorry? Why is there a lot of noise here? I'm sure the question came from here. <laughs> How can I avoid getting tempted? Okay, these are some of the questions. I think after the questions, we can even close and bring to our groups. Mm. Does love at first sight exist? Does it exist? Love, I think the action is here. <laughs> the action is here. These people, they are so dull. They are not doing it. They are not talking. 
They are not doing anything. So, does love at first sight exist? Yes. It exists. Yes. What is love at first sight? How many of you think love at first sight exists? Okay. So, the name again. Abigail, what is love at first sight? Okay, so the feeling you get when you get somebody that you're attracted to the physical. When you saw the person, the feelings you get, first sight. Wow. And does it exist? Ah, Edna. Edna, does it exist? Erica, Erica, does it exist? No, it doesn't exist. Okay, who else says it exists? Sorry? No, oh, please, let's, let's, don't, don't be shy at all, just talk. Don't be shy. Is this what you do? And, ah, and, and precious. Precious ones you talk. What's your question? Love at first sight. Does it exist? Yes, it does. It exists? Yes. What, what is it? You, you can see someone for the first time. You see the person carrying his or her character or the yeah, person take, take your time, take your time. So. <laughs> yeah, take your time and enjoy. Say you can. The way, um, the way the person carries his or herself. You just the way? His or herself. The just, person carries uh, himself or yes, herself. You just love the person's um, character. That's love at first sight. Ah, so then, the person attracts you. Yes. So the brother holding the microphone, I say attracts you. <laughs> no, oh, it's a beautiful. I'm just asking. Is it like a first sight? When you see him at first sight, does he attract you? This one, no, because you don't know him. Okay, love. The name you want to answer? Okay. If you are talking, I'll call you. Uh, come here, go to um, Darlene. The question is Does love at first sight exist? And you said yes. Is it yes or no? No. Sorry? No. No. Yes. Um, love and Why? All things and his patience and his kind. I don't think. No. So the question is that Does it exist? Yes. But is it good? Is it good to rely on? Now, that, I'm just saying that this is how I will answer this question. You see, if you ask me, does love at first sight exist? I will say yes. Yes, saying that I know what you are referring to as love is not the love you are talking about. Do you get it? But generally speaking, I know what you are saying. You see, I know what you are saying. So I will take my time and explain to you what you are saying is not love. You see, it's more like you like. Something about a person, attraction, good. It's like attraction. But is, an, is it good for you to base on to marry? You see, and it's yes and no. Yes and no is that give it time. Give it time. Maybe with time, you will know that oh, whatever attracted to a person is good and you like it. Or with time, well, oh, this one is just some attraction. For instance, if you saw the person's face, say, oh, your face is beautiful. Let the person wash the face. And then you realize whether you can still base your, you can still base your love on it. Do you get it? So I can, I think it exists. You can meet somebody and you like the person, the person, but can you say it is love? No. 
Do you get it? It's what baby love. It's attraction. Can you base on it? Say, because of that, I can marry such a person. Just in case the person proposes to you. But I'm wondering why you meet a person the first day and he proposes. Do you get it? That itself is wrong. But assuming the person proposes, then wait and see whether whatever you think you thought was attractive to you would endure. Do you get it? Then you, because honestly, it's a fact. You can also marry someone who, is not, who you are not attracted to. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Do you see? There's something about a person that will make you want to. You see, that will make you want to. So honestly, so it's just a way of balancing it. By the way, the question was asked. That's why I'm sure people were. Should I ask more questions? Hey. Go for the program. Somebody says, is it somebody's waiting for how to solve problems in my so Go for the program. Don't waste their time. This one too is. Everybody's problem is important. I'm not saying. He's just talking about the same thing. Okay. I know God has forgiven me for having sex before marriage. But how do I forgive myself and move on? I know God has forgiven me for having sex before marriage. But how do I forgive myself and move on? Is that a good question? How do I forgive myself and move on? Wow. This is a beautiful question. So go for the program. Or come for the program. But who can... Can I have the microphone? Who can answer? This one, I need pastors more. Who can answer? Hey, we were talking about quiet. Who can answer? Okay, Lady Reverend Olivia. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then he says that, behold, all things have become new. Amen. So once you confess, God forgives you. And our sins he remembers no more. So all you need to do is to, is to believe what the Bible says and work in it. Okay. Okay. So who else? It's okay, isn't it? Go for the program. I feel I keep on... Hey, I have a feeling this is more from the singles. I think the married people are not asking questions. The married people are not asking questions. He said that... I feel I keep... Oh, maybe you can also be... I, say, I feel I keep on letting God down every time I get involved with a boy. Is it wrong? But you are saying, you are saying that you, are, you keep God down, so why are you asking whether it's wrong? <laughs> you are saying, you are saying, I keep letting God down. They are asking whether it's wrong. Then why do you say you keep getting God down? So you have accepted that it's wrong. Is that not so? Mm. But you were asked. Whoever you are, it will be answered for you. I think it's the same thing. Ah, why did God say no to premarital sex and yet make it so difficult? Ah. I don't... Do you understand the question? He said, why did God say premarital sex is difficult? Premarital sex is, is wrong. And yet make it difficult. When has God made marriage difficult? Is marriage difficult? 
Yes, he said, why did God say premature and yet make it so difficult? Please, microphone, please. So the person is trying to say that Bible says that we shouldn't have sex before marriage. But it's difficult to avoid that. <gasps> so why did God say we should not have premarital and yet made it so difficult to abstain? Ooh. You see, the person who has the question, eh, you get to know when you get married to the same problem is there. You get to know that when you get married, the same problem is there. So it's not only you. That is difficult for you. You get it. But I understand your question. And as someone said, go for the program. I'm sure it will be answered. I think these are general questions. Hey, anytime I want to do something small, then it comes to be the same thing, the main thing. Should kissing only take place between husband and wife? What's the answer? Yes. What's the answer? Yes. What's the answer? Yes. <laughs> How many of you think it's yes? How many of you think it's no? Is it? You think it's no? Okay. How many of you think it's no? How many don't know? Okay, so we have types of kissing. Obviously, I'm thinking he's talking about intimate kissing. I think it's intimate kissing. How many of you think it's, it's, not, it's not good? How many of you think it's good? So, yes, ask the, go, go back there and ask the gentleman why he thinks there's nothing wrong. Is it hard to ask the question? Why he thinks there's nothing wrong? Okay. Okay. Um, in some countries, it serves as greetings. Especially the no, no, this one. We are not about the greetings, greeting, oh. kissing, and that's oh, not the okay. intimate one. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so now that we have said this, is what we are talking about is kissing. What's the question? Should kiss only take place between husband and wife? You see, the, que- the answer to this question is great. It's great in the sense that there's no way Bible says don't kiss. But what happens is that why are you kissing? Do you get it? You know that it can lead to this. So to avoid it, Bible says, can a man take fire in his bosom and not be burnt? Do you get it? Can you take fire in your, in your bosom and you will not be burnt? No. So what it is is that, yes, it's not anywhere in the Bible that don't kiss. But when you do it, it can lead to this. So to avoid that temptation, don't do it. That's what it means. Do you get it? So because I say, I know if I say yes, you go and ask, where is it in the Bible? I know you come and tell me, where is it in the Bible? Do you get it? But that is what it means. Yes. So, <clears throat> should I ask more questions? This one, in the first place, I'll say it's nonsense. What is wrong with same-sex marriage? Nonsense. We shan't answer such questions here. Homosexuality is a learned behavior. People usually don't just attack nonsense. 
So, double nonsense. So, I mean, is sending nude pictures online to friends and strangers displeasing to God? Sorry? It does. Please. It says, does. The questions are means, don't I get? Is sending nude pictures online to friends and strangers displeasing God? Who, whose pictures are you? Which, which, whose nude pictures are you sending? Your own. Ah, please, it's wrong. And let me tell you something. God forgets, but internet never forgets. You keep sending. That thing is there for record. One day be somewhere. This person you are sending to, you may not even marry the person. One day, so the person will come and show you. Can you imagine you are married to somebody some, somewhere? And somebody who has your nude picture comes to you and says, If you don't let me sleep with you, I'll show your husband your thing. Can you imagine how this person can blackmail you? So be, be careful. Be very, very careful. The internet is good, but don't use it for anything. You are there. A young man says, Let me see how you are lying down. They also are showing everything to you. That, that one is not good. Amen. Okay, so I think that the questions are many, but um, go to where you have to go to, and um, you'll be blessed. Amen. Amen. So I just want to talk about something small, because we need, we need time. I'm sure my people are coming in. We need time to launch a beautiful book that we have to launch today. Amen. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 to 24. Genesis 2, verse 18, 24. Just the basic foundation of everything. And then when you break, based on that, you can ask your questions. And the Lord said, It is not good that the man should be alone. It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground... The Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found an help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord has taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother. So the man is one who lives, isn't it? The man leaves his father. So sometimes I wonder why there's a complaint that why is it that the woman must leave? But the Bible says the man is one who lives. Is that not so? But if she has to live with her, the man who is living, 
So what's the problem? Both are living. The man shall leave his father and his mother and shall cleave. Shall cleave, joined unto his wife. And they shall be one flesh. They shall be one word flesh. And they were both naked. The man and his wife. And they were not ashamed. Amen. Is this not the first time we are hearing about marriage in the Bible? This is the first time, isn't it? We are hearing about marriage in the Bible, where a man has come to marry. Now, from the verses that I, I, I spoke about, what do you think are the biblical reasons for marriage? Because when you get this foundation, then when you meet all your questions, and when they are answering it, you can know that there's a foundation to everything. So what do you think are the biblical, biblical reasons for marriage? Now, I say biblical reasons for marriage because if you have any other source of marriage, you can bring it. But for now, what we know is a record that the Bible has given. Do you get it? So what are the biblical reasons? What do you think are the reasons for marriage? Can somebody help me? Just quickly and we go. I think that's why you should know, especially all those who are married. Wait. So, yes, Olivia, Lady Reverend Olivia. Companionship. For companionship. That means for company. You get it? For fellowship. For fellowship. So, the man said the man, and the man was alone. Was alone. And the man said it is not good that the man should be alone. So, it's for fellowship. It's for fellowship. So that should inform you even as to who you marry. Because whoever you're going to get married, you must be able to fellowship with the person. Are you getting me? You must be able to fellowship with the person. But if it's somebody you cannot, somebody you cannot talk to, you cannot talk to, is if somebody you cannot talk to, it's almost like you, are, you can't fellowship. So why? It's not for company. Do you get it? You married, maybe you married based on Money. The man is 90 years. You are 19 years. You are in the house with your uncle. Or your grandfather. Or great grandfather. How are you going to fellowship? You get it. So there is a reason. Say the man was alone. Do you get it? The man was alone. Now this also means that the woman cannot also be alone. Are you, are you getting it? The man was the woman also cannot be alone because the woman was created to keep somebody company because he was alone. The cattle, two cattle, can I say two cattle or two cows? Two cows. Two cattle, but two cows. Two cow. Two cows, but two cattle. Now, the Mr. Question be a wrestling girls. Two pair, a pair of cows. But, but I can't say cattle. Is that not so? The two are cattle. Three are cattle. Four cattle. So two cattle. No, two cows. Please. Two cows and a cattle. 
cattle. So if the cattle are if the cattle are four, they are what? But if I want to specify that it's two. Two cows. Please listen. Oh. Two cows. How did I get you to this? Companionship. Two cows were working together. Two sheep were working together. Do you get it? But Adam was alone. Do you see? So God said, no, 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 no. I've told Adam he's naming, he's naming trees. He's naming this. When he comes home, he's alone. Do you get it? So then our create. So it's, it's, the woman was made for company. The, to accompany the man so he not be alone. And therefore the woman too cannot be alone. I get what I'm saying. Because if the man she's been created, she's created for to come and keep company is not there, then how does she also explain her situation? Are you getting it? So it is not only the man who needs company. The woman also needs company. Do you get it? So that's the help. Then what's the next reason? Sorry? What I read, what I read, please. <laughs> to help, he said, a help meet for him. You get it. The help meet for him. So you said to help the man. To help the man. That's what the Bible says. In what way? Yeah? Many ways. Every way. The woman is to help the man in every way. Okay. When I read this thing, what I see is that the woman is to help the man in company, in fellowship. Do you get it? A help that will be meet to make, give the man fellowship, company. Do you get it? Now, in keeping help and keeping company, whatever the man is doing, do you get it? Whatever the man is doing, you help to achieve it. You get it. It doesn't, it's like, so the role of the woman is like the Holy Spirit. But I say, he will give you another help. God has given us a certain life to live. And we know that we can't live it without the Holy Spirit. So he can't live it. So he gives us the Holy Spirit to help us. You get it. So to be a helper is not anything you should, you should fight against. To be a helper is a nice thing. I you get what I'm saying? It's not something you should, I think my time is really going. It's not something you should fight against. What else do you, do, you, do, you, do you think marriage is for? So typically, typically, is the woman made, let's say the man is a lawyer, and the woman has come. Is the woman made to help the man in his law? Is that the help you are talking about? Typically. You are sitting, can't follow me. Is that a, who can answer this question? Is that the help you are talking about? Everybody should be able to talk if you are married. No. Not to do the professional bits, but to be there for him. Hey, but Adam's profession was he was naming cattle, naming... Okay, this. but personally, I think that if he's a lawyer and... Oh, I guess he's a law, lawyer. Okay. Maybe, yes. But I was thinking to help him in bed, help him to achieve his dreams. His and dreams. He, he dreams to be a lawyer. Okay, part of it, maybe I cannot help him to do it 
practically maybe to read, but to support him if he's going to court, maybe to... <laughs> Can I see a hand somewhere? Okay, Darlene. Hey, you think I'm the one coming to preach? That's what, um, I was said aptly at describe the message DIY, do it yourself. <laughs> yes, I can, but it, it can be indirect, not, I mean, directly with um, him pursuing that goal or dream. Okay, so I think we, need, we may need time to talk about this statement that the woman is supposed to be a help for the man. Do you get it? We may need time to talk about it because it can also be abused. It can also be abused. So we may need time to talk about it well. Amen. What's the next, what's the next, um, next reason according to what we read? So for procreation, reproduction. For reproduction. That's very clear in the Bible for reproduction, to give, to reproduce, and to fill the earth. Amen. Good. So, what another biblical reason for marriage? Now we can go into any two reasons for marriage. You can go into a New Testament, whatever. First, the Bible says to avoid fornication. To avoid fornication, you should marry. Also, how many of you have heard this verse before? First Corinthians seven. Very good. That's one and one and two. So when we break, these are teasers. When we break, and we are there. Even when I'm as teaching, you can use it to ask your questions. Do you get it? You can use it to ask your questions. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife. To avoid what? What is fornication? What is fornication? Eh, Adam, what is fornication? Speak, speak. Remove your marks and speak loudly. All right. Having sex without marriage. Having sex with someone you are not married to, or exactly. even if you are going to get married to, having sex with a person. Yeah. That's fornication. And the solution is what? Get married. That's why I thought the person was saying that God has made it so difficult. But the question was different. Okay. So if you, are, if you are having problems, so what does this mean? If you're having problems, you cannot control yourself. Do you get it? Get married. So never dare to avoid fornication. Let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Verse 2. For, verse 2. Where are we? Okay, now concerning what the things whereof you wrote. Ah, concerning the things whereof you wrote to me about. So they have actually written to you about certain things. So then the next one is what? And then verse 3 is what? Let the husband run unto a wife also. If you know you cannot, another statement altogether. If you know you cannot, you cannot avoid fornication. For instance, you have a beloved. Every time you meet, you feel like having sex. Do you get it? Every time you meet, you feel like having sex, and you have it. You pray. Then when you finish, you confess your sins. Then you do it. Do it. Bible says, you, you, you cannot control yourself. The only thing you need to do now is to what? Marry. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Yes. So are you going to get married? Yes. Okay, so. 
And marriage is very easy to marry. It is very easy to marry in the sense. Listen, the fear of man to hide this thing will make you die and go to hell. But the fear of God to rather come in the open and marry, even if you don't have anything, but you are marrying to please God, is better. Are you getting the truth is I'm saying? So that's why, that's why you don't need to, you don't need to say, I want to get a three-bedroom flat. I want to get it. If you know it's a problem, discuss it. If it's just one room, you, you have to get and get married and have your sex and be happy. Just do it from there, then you move on. Do you get it? From there, and you move on. But also, I just want you to know that your sexual problems, even though the Bible has said black and white, that if you know you cannot control yourself, marry. But your sexual problems is not solved only by marriage. That is why we have a word like adultery. And what is adultery? Sex outside of the marriage. Do you get it? So there's fornication. And if you want to do a question, two people can have sex. One will be committing adultery, one will be committing fornication. And two will be having both will be committing fornication. And two will have both will be committing adultery. Do you get it? So the sexual problem, no, it's something that is with man. Do you get it? And woman. Do you get it? That you need to deal with in a certain way. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. You see, but when you say if you don't, you can't control yourself. You know, when you're walking on, you have one erection. You say, I can't control myself. You get it. After one erection, it's normal. Two erections, normal. Three erections, normal. Four erections, erections alone, normal. You get it. But where the erection is determining your direction. That is where the problem is. <laughs> so when you go discuss this one too where the erection is trying to de- de- determine your direction that's where the problem is but for the erection oh it's a rising bell hey Reverend Kinsley <laughs> Reverend Kinsley he says it's a rising bell okay so that is it now the reason why God made marriage, the reason why God made marriage is for relationship. Is that not so? Why are you laughing like that? <laughs> the reason why God made marriage is for relationship. You get it? Which means that whatever it is, you have to make sure that there is some kind of flow in the marriage. You are, I almost say you are relationship in the marriage. There's some kind of a home. You are in a home. There's a relationship with marriage. So how do you do it? How do we do it? Now, a good relationship, a good home, is something you have to work at. It's not going to happen by chance. No, not at all. It's not going to happen by chance. You have to work at it. And a, good, a home is like a garden. It's like a garden. If you have a nice garden, you leave it for some time unattended to. You realize that other weeds will start coming. And then lizards and cobras and this will come in the garden. Well, it was a beautiful garden. Beautiful garden. Beautiful garden with all nice of nice flowers and everything. But if you don't tend the garden, if you don't weed it, you don't 
more it. You allow things to come. The matter realized one lizard will come. Then when the lizard came, the snake came to chase the lizard. Then the snake stayed. When the snake stayed, then his friends came around to visit him. Then he also stopped. When he also stopped, then other cockroaches and all this started. So the whole thing becomes some way. And that's what happens in our homes. You see, we start a very beautiful marriage, beautiful home. But instead of tending it, making sure that when things start coming up, we deal with it. We don't do it. And we put things under the carpet. And that's what many people are doing. Instead of addressing issues, they will put them under the carpet. Instead of solving it. So something happens, and you deal with it, and then you leave it. You, you, you just leave it. What happens is that with time, that thing becomes a problem. And eventually, so this case, what you do is that, so what, the question probably you will ask or will meet, those who meet on these things may be that, so how do we go about it? Did you get it? The question you may ask, so how do we go about it? But the fact is that you have to tend it. You have to work at it. Do you get it? You have to work at it. Because problems in every marriage is inevitable. First Corinthians 7, 30, 20, 28, isn't it? Where's my glasses? First Corinthians 7, 28. Uh-huh. That's what it says. It said that, but, but, and if thou marry, thou, thou hast not sinned. And if a virgin marry, she has not sinned. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh. Do you get it? So if you marry, you have trouble. There are troubles in a marriage. Do you get it? And you cannot avoid those troubles. What you need to do is to try and just like a garden, when you see something is coming up small, you deal with it. You don't, you don't wait till it becomes a problem. When it comes small, you deal with it. That is also why when you are in a relationship first, when you are in a relationship where you are in marriage, and anything that the person is coming to talk about, please avoid things that will not let, let the person talk. Do you get it? It is better to know what the person is thinking about what you have done than the person not to say it and you get into marriage. Are you getting me? And that's one of the things I would advise you to do is stop crying. Stop crying. Of course, we can also stop crying. Because we, are, we, cannot, we can also tell people to stop crying. Maybe the crying is part of the way they are made up. Do you get it? So if you are a man... And let's say you are, you are in a relationship or you are in marriage and something comes up. You know, uh, funny enough, just last two days, I heard that in a certain marriage is the man who cries. Just last two days. Yeah. Were you there with me? No, you are not. Okay. I heard that in that marriage, if there's a problem, it's a man who cries. I say, what well, a shock. <laughs> And the woman rather said, hey, if you don't stop talking, we will not talk. If you don't stop crying, we will not talk. I said, wow. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> it was a problem. The man said, oh, please, please. Hey, don't you get it? Just talk. Do you see? But otherwise, what I'm saying is that, listen, the problem you're having now, that's almost breaking your marriage. There was a time it started. 
it's, there was a time it started like it was nothing. You get it. But instead of dealing with it, you didn't do anything about it. Now that has become a problem. You see, now that has become a problem, it's not easy to deal with it. It's not easy to deal with it. Do you get it? It's not so easy to deal with it when it becomes a problem. So when you see it, when you see it, if you can, you can come and you see, it's not everything I can say. But what I can say, so, so how do you deal with it? You know, hmm, you, you talk, when we meet the groups, we talk about it. But what I'm saying is that when you see it, you get it. Even sex, sex. One day, a couple came to see me. And the guy told me that, the, 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 I asked, how often do you have sex? And I think we're having it once every two months or so. And then, hey. <laughs> I said, well, this corner, this corner, everything. <laughs> they are the ones who are not married. <laughs> and then, and then, what did I say? Every two months. Once every two months. And you know what they said? The man said, oh, my wife, she doesn't like sex. Then the woman said, oh, my husband doesn't say, we're okay. We're okay. Do you get it? Now, when they said we are okay, I knew they were not okay. Because it wasn't normal. It wasn't normal. And we're not married for long. And so I think within the first three years or so that, or two years or something like that. And it wasn't normal. Do you know that? Then I asked the woman. I told the woman, There's, you have a problem and he has a problem. The guy didn't seem to know what the problem was. And do you know what the woman told me? Eventually, he said that the guy likes playing with phlegm. So he do that. Then he put a phlegm in there and he'll be. So that because of that, you get it. But you know something? That thing, that thing, if she had not said it, what would have happened is that eventually she probably would have gone out of the marriage to have sex with someone else. So that said that she should be having with someone else, it started with something like this. Just that she didn't deal with it. That's what I'm trying to say. She didn't deal with it. And can you believe, by the time they left there, and I told the man that this woman said, this is her problem. That was it. The problem was solved. The man said, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that I even do this. You get it. So first of all, I said, buy tic-tac. Put tic-tac on your bed. Every time you wake up, put something in your mouth at least. When you are sucking the tic-tac, it will be, I will buy a gum. So, because you want something to play with. You see? You want something to play with. So, buy a gum or get a tic-tac or something like that. Do you get it? So, so what I'm saying is that it always starts from somewhere. Do you get it? It always starts. You see, you are saying that your wife doesn't like sex. My husband doesn't like sex. You'll be shocked that maybe when you're having sex, you are hurting her or to the way you are making him do every time when he finishes, his leg is paining him. 
big time he's walking like this. Because of what makes you happy. You see? And he too. <laughs> and he too. You too. You too are hurting her. Because you want to throw the leg somewhere. I don't know what you want. I don't know what exactly you want. <laughs> I don't know what exactly you want. Do you get it? So talk about it. Tell the person it's this one that I like. It's this one that I by the way, by the way, when you get married afresh, I was talking to some people a few months ago, and they said that I'm disappointed. I said about what? About sex. I said, why? It's all about they've talked about it. And when I went to do it, saying, yeah, baby. So I asked them. I asked them. They were, I asked them with their place, with their husbands and everybody. They asked them. So have you reached orgasm before? I said, what is it? Then, then she said, eh, sometimes... Sometimes it's like this. This is, and all this I'm saying, I know they are singles here, but I know you have been watching YouTube. You know more than what I'm saying. I know you have been watching YouTube. You have been watching, you know, you know what, you know more than what I'm saying. You know it more than myself. I know you that you know more than myself. So, so, okay, so when we meet, when the married people meet, they will talk about hey, these people are the same people are saying, Oh, <laughs> hmm? so but I was talking about problem solving, isn't it? I was, I'm saying that what has happened today it started some time ago, and maybe you needed to talk to your pastor. And when I say talk to your pastor, it's not everyone you talk to, that's also your problem, it's not everyone you talk to. It's not everyone, but that one, I'll leave it with you. Do you get it? You have to talk about it. You have to talk about it. But who do you talk to? Who do you talk to? For instance, one of the worst things to do is to go and discuss with your family members. One of the worst things to do is to discuss with your family members. Because, you know, in, like in medicine, they say you don't treat your relative. Because if you have to put a pan here and you look at the person, crying, mommy, 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 you will stop. Easy, so but otherwise, talk about it. Don't, don't and people feel like, Oh, if I talk about it, one of the things one day I told the say, If I told him, my husband will be angry, and I say, Let him be angry because what you are talking about, you end up divorcing anyway. That's what I told her, you end up divorcing anyway. So, talk about it now, as I'm talking to you, they are married, but they would have divorced if she had not spoken about it. I said, You would have divorced anyway. And I called the guy, I spoke to the guy, he was so, I said, I know you are angry, but what you are doing is A, B, C, D. This, this, and I said, I, I, told, I told in front of the girl that, the woman, that if he does it again, come and see. I said, when you go home, you tell her, why did you go and tell him? If he says it, come and tell me again. Because this man will still leave you if you don't say it. It's that simple. And so if that's what you do, you keep quiet of a thing, and then they say, he leaves you again, he will end up leaving you too. So why don't you say it now and get your problem solved? 
It's as simple as that. I get what I'm saying. That's why I don't talk about this thing. We don't fin- won't finish. So, so the house will have problems, but you need to solve it. Hallelujah. You need to solve it. Because whatever started now, whatever you are experiencing now, it started somewhere. Some of you, it started when you shouldn't have gotten married. It started when you should not have gotten married. Because we told you that relationship is not marriage. Relationship is not. And it is better to break a relationship when you see it will not work than force yourself into it. It is better. It is better to break it and hear all the things you will hear. But when you go in, you are the only one who will suffer. You ask all anybody who has gone into marriage and has come out. The person will tell that, listen to what the pastor is telling you. If, if you don't know, the person, listen to what the pastor is telling you. If the person has gone into marriage and the person has come out, the person would have wished. And all of them may tell you that we saw something that we shouldn't have gone in, but we went. Most of them will say that. I get what I'm saying. So it is better. Relationship. Hmm. If I don't close this book, we won't finish. Relationship is not marriage. It's when you are studying. When I was growing up, I thought I was going to marry a certain lady. Huh? If I don't see the woman for even... Have I told you that? <laughs> My lawyers are here. If I don't, if I don't see a woman for five minutes... I remember once, once I was so decent to go and meet her that I put a press, I press and I was ironing, you know. When I finished ironing, instead of putting off, I didn't even put it off. I was so imagine I wore the trouser, went and the iron was on the iron ball like that. So my brother, those days there were no mobile phones. So when I, when my brother said, hey, you almost burned the house. What happened? <laughs> then... <laughs> The woman just had to travel from Takradi to Accra, not Ghana to America. Takradi to Accra. It didn't take me two days. I realized that I didn't laugh. It wasn't love. I was shocked. Look, I didn't miss her. I didn't ask for her. Nothing happened. I, I said, ah. But it's not just that I thought it was love. So can you imagine if this woman had stayed there and we had married? Then it's like you have been married out of something else, but not out of love. So what I'm saying is that, and some of you, the reason you think you love somebody here because of the where you are. Well, Let the person travel and see. Do you get it? Situational. Situational. <laughs> No, you would have grown to think you love the person. You get it. You'd have grown to think you love it. But it also works sometimes. You, but you have grown to think you love the person. So what I'm saying is that if you know it can't work, please, it's better to break the relationship. You get it. And in this church, I have a lot of examples. I have a lot of examples. <laughs> I have a lot of examples. Who broke relationships? And are married within the church and they are happy. It's as simple as that. 
Because for me, it's better to break a relationship that one day you, you end up divorcing anyway, in an acrimonious way, in this way, when, especially when children are in there, the children now also suffer. The children now also suffer. And no. So, if, Anita, so you and, let's say, Brad Joe, God forbid, you get it. You are married, everybody knows you are in a relationship. If, after even two days to the wedding, you cannot know if I marry him or if he marry, problem will come. It's better to stop it. Don't think about what people will think about. Charlie, to live in a marriage you are not happy in for the rest of your life, it's better to live with it. All that they will say for about two weeks. Man's not one month. You're okay. Man's not one month. You're okay. I get what I'm saying. So relationship, I know some people are not happy what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. My beloved, don't marry me. Please, be happy. Have <laughs> you noticed that suddenly here is quiet? Suddenly <laughs> here is quiet. That's where the majority of the people are. Suddenly here, the thing that doesn't concern them, they'll be saying, hey, now suddenly they are quiet. <laughs> Do you see? So, so, to cut our Valentine's Day message short. Ah, brother Joe, you are here. God forbid. To cut our Valentine's Day message off a short, go for your usual. And when you go, ask questions. This is ask questions. So, if you are married before, can you be with those, the married people? I think so. If you are married before, because you can have experience to share. Do you get it? So I think if you are married before, you can be with them. You won't be with a single. I mean, somebody is married, divorced, and single. No. If you are married before, you should be with the married people. And then, so tell you, and it's also not compulsory. So, for this type of meeting, when you have, you want to have a relaxed atmosphere, people will be able to talk and flow without any. Problems. Are you here with me? Wonderful. So problems are bound to get come. How do you solve the problem? That's problem solving in marriage. How do you solve it? I am very sure that was my main topic for today, but I'm very sure that when we meet for the groups, it's one of the things we'll talk about. Because the solving of the problem is very important. You see, because one day I went to the office and this couple they called me. They want to see me. Hey, let's say if I say if I can come to office at nine. No, please. It should be six. So I had, I had no choice. I went six, six sharp. I was there when they came. They started talking. This and that and that and that. As they were talking and talking and talking, I realized that they were explaining and describing a problem. That I had just left it at home. The same problem, if we're talking about colors, they red, white, green, the same. But I have left, left home happily drinking maybe tea in my car. And I've come to the office only to come and meet you, tell me about the same problem that because of that you are going. I can't stay with him again. I can't do this again. I said, wow. You get it. So then it comes to problem solving. 
Because the thing you are, you, that thing that is making you live, it's in other people's marriage. But how have they managed to live with it and be happy? How have they solved it? How are they going on and are happy? Do you get it? So it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's something you have to know. I get what I'm saying. So God willing, we'll say to when already it's two o'clock, so the service, two thirty or whatever, we'll meet. That's Valentine. That's our Valentine Day program. We'll meet and then we shall discuss and everything. And write your question. You can write, if I'm married and I'm divorced, I'm remarrying, what can I do? What should I look for? If I'm this, what should I do? Write. You don't need to add your name. The questions we have are enough, but if you want to add, you don't need to write, add your name to it. And you will be blessed. Shall we put our hands together for Jesus? If today is your first time of Christ, shall we close our eyes, please? Just a very important time. Today is your very first time of coming here. But deep, deep down in your heart, you are not sure you are saved. You are not sure you are born again. You don't know whether you go to heaven when you die. And you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. My friend brought me, but personally, I want to give my life to Jesus so that when I die, I will go to heaven. You are here like that. You want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. Wherever you are, you want to give your life to Jesus. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. God, lift up your hand wherever you are. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to go to heaven when I die. And I want God to forgive me of my sins. My friend brought me, but I'm not sure. Lift up your hand. Let me see. Lift it up high. If your hand is up, can you stand to your feet wherever you are? If your hand is up, can you stand to your feet wherever you are? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If your hand is up, stand to your feet wherever you are. God bless you. Now, God bless you. If you are up on your feet, can you walk to me from wherever you are? Please, can you help them come as you put your hands together for them? God bless you. come here. You give your life. If you came with any of these ones, can you please come with them? Can you come and stand behind them? If you brought any of these ones to church, can you come and stand behind them? Mm. Who brought you to church? You came on your own. Sorry? Your auntie, okay. There are two of you. Okay. What about who brought you to church? You came on your own. Who brought you? You don't know his name. And what about you? Your brother. Are you okay? I don't know who brought him to church. Can you please stand? Why don't you put your hands together for those who brought them to church too? And and he wants to receive a call. Hey, brother, is that an important call? It will bring it will bring job. Okay, if it will bring job, then go and receive it. The way it's holding for you can say it's an important call. Okay, this is your first time of coming here. 
this is your very first time of coming here. Can you give me a wave? This is your very, very first time of worshiping with us. Can you give me a wave? Oh, God bless you. God bless you. If you're first time, can you please stand? So that <laughs> ah, he knew that to come to that. God bless you. Please, if you're very first time, can you kindly assist them to come to the front? They will come and stand here. Okay. Understanding campaign. Wonderful. God bless you for coming. We are, we are happy to have you worship with us. We want, to con- we want you to continue coming and God will bless you. Who, please be brought in of these ones. You can come and stand behind them. It's very important to me. If you brought any of these ones, it's very, very important to me. Those who, brought, who bring them to church. Ah, is this the one I know? Remove your mask. Yeah, you are the one I know. Are you related? Your brother. I see. I see. Ah, every week you come here. Have you seen every week he comes here? Every week he comes here. You since the year started, you never come here. But every week he comes here. Have you seen me every year, Father? Those of you here, I want to say this with me. Those who came as visitors, maybe already born again, but you can also stay with us, and the whole church will join us, and later we'll talk. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that from today, as I give my life to you, you are forgiving me of my sins. And I am yours. And you are mine. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 244 534 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050 050- 940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam DHMM. Also at Royalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Royalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.